Here's a, here's it. a long here's a long game. Here's a long game, Sonia. Because CVS, Viacom, obviously own Star Trek, but you know what they also own? They also own Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. What is a project we've been talking about doing forever? Viacom <laughs> owns Power Rangers. It's a long con, Sonia. We got to do it. Yeah, I'm like it's just my goal to write in the sandboxes for everything I love. I just mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. I want to do a season of Power Rangers. I want to. That, I think that's really. Oh, I want Ninja Turtles. Like someone, I want someone to give me money to be like, "Hey, do your Ninja Turtles." I'm like, "Okay." I would love to do Ninja Turtles. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I've been asking for this for years, and it's everyone's like, gonna hate it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't care because it's yeah, like I fine. gotta do my own. Uh, and then like they're like, "Okay, you got. What do you want to do? I want to do. I want to. I want to remake and redo Bucky O'Hare. I want to be definitive." <laughs> Bucky O'Hare creator. That is that is one thing that has yet to be touched from the eighties. Never been touched. If, um, but if like I got to do turtles, like when people would be booing me at San Diego Comic Con, I'd be like, I already got paid for it, and people would be throwing stuff at me, and I'd be like, <laughs> so. bring a copy of your resume, and it says Ninja Turtles screenwriter. <laughs> Pass them out to everyone. That's all. That's all I want to do at a Comic Con one year. Just do that. Just get booed on stage for doing something that everybody loves. Yeah, did you? Did funny. you also have to write a spec script for Two and a Half Men or something? No, I wrote a spec script for Supergirl. Wow, oh, okay. That choose. show's been gone for like five years, man. Irrelevant, man. They'll still take a spec script. I mean, look, man. I I've been so I've. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually started plotting out a spec script for Rick and Morty, not to do it, but just to have it done. Like, who knows? They're like, "Hey, can you do? Can you give me a spec script? Here's my spec script of Rick and Morty uh, yeah. that I that I." Oh, jeez, you're I'm Rick. Pl- you're really problematic, Rick. <laughs> I'm planning to write a spec script um, for Star Trek Picard, play, pe- pl- based on a Star Trek Picard fanfic I wrote. <laughs> So I'm like, well, Go I got on. it already done. I might as well do it. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is, look, Robert, this is the writing process. You're just like, I wrote I wrote this fanfic. How can I make this into a real thing? That's, that's literally, I that's think. That's the basis for so that's many the goal. success stories these yeah. days anyway. Yeah. Well, that's and, like and, so, and it's Star Trek too, and it's 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 a very appropriate uh, fanfic. Yeah. Uh, there, there's already one. so many spinoffs on Star Trek. What's one more? I, but yeah, exactly. there's still like two, like three more shows that's supposed to be happening. You, you got one with fuck fucking Giorgio. You got another with with like uh, January's uh, Janu- Captain January as a cartoon, and then the January. other one with. Um, Fucking handsome dude, along with Spock, and number one. I'm, I didn't. I never Ooh, got. Yeah, I never I'm got announced for a movie. What are you talking about, handsome? <laughs> Am I in Star Trek? I didn't know this. Somebody was like asking me about wrestling. I was like, yeah, because like wrestling, that's like is like the gamer thing. I never like if you unless you engage it with me, I will never talk about professional wrestling because it's fucking stupid. Um, and like they were. Oh my god! Yes, I want it so bad. So like they. uh, Oh, it's only sixty bucks. They uh, what's called? So they were like, we went to whole diatribe about wrestling, and then my my boss came in. It's like, well, the only thing I'm nerdy about is Star Wars. And like, that's like saying I'm nerdy about video games. Like, yeah, motherfucker, half the fucking world is. It's a fucking multi-billion-dollar industry. If I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm kind of unfortunately I'm instinctively doing the Abe Simpson turnaround, like just. Leave it here. Don't want to hear your thoughts about Ray. I uh, I was so we've had this little like pod 
with our neighbors and we didn't really see each other at all over the winter. And mm. so a couple of weeks ago, the weather was nice. And so I saw a couple of them and one of them said something about uh, like a, a bobble, like a, uh, what's Funko the Pop? bobbleheads that everyone gets? Funko, Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Thank you. Um, oh yeah. But they were talking about how much they love them. Right. And he was like, yeah, I got this one. I got, I got whatever her name is. some, some character. And he was like, someone was like, what, uh, what's what's what movie is that from? And he's like, from the worst one. And then and they were like, the Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Ah, <laughs> and I was like, Good. Attack of the Clones. Time to walk away. Yeah, I can't wait for my Jango Fett pop. No, they all <laughs> they all love, they all love what happened in the Mandalorian. They think it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Mandalorian yeah. is like Mike Jones, which we need on a podcast too, uh, just to talk about fucking media. Like you we see, need to have like our Star our Wars fans just want to get jerked off. Yeah. That's all they want. They do. They just want to get jerked off. They want Luke Tower to be a badass. Like I said, the, the day. I've only had one person who has like brought up like extreme criticism why they hate the Last Jedi, and, and I'm like, I, I, it makes sense, and it is yeah. Louis Lugo, and it's his like how they've reframed Finn. He was like literally in that yeah. last movie how they Absolutely reframed fair. him, and like how they threw him off, and I was like, they did you know what? Well, I told him I was like, shit, I hated that so fucking much. It <laughs> his whole storyline is so the worst angry. part of that movie, and it's yeah. so it's so disappointing. He so was like. Funny. They could yeah, have done like, such better with him. Yeah. So Especially like, ending like, them with like a trio menage. We can't we can't, yeah. can't theory craft, but man, I have some ideas of how that should yeah, be. It's, yeah, it's it's very it's, it's probably record soon. Difficult there because like it, it does kind of like put Finn in, in the Force of Weekends as as like the main protagonist until he isn't. He, he, yeah. he is he yeah. is the protagonist of that movie. He's the driving force. He's the one who goes through the three act structure. It is his yeah, journey absolutely. throughout that movie. And then, and then Ray, fucking goes to Ray, and then yeah, Ray was going to join the dark side, and Finn was going to bring her back. And then, like, like and that's like, what it should have been. Fuck, it should have been. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. power of Poe and Finn. Make out with her at the fucking yeah. end, and, and then look, like, oh, look, I'm it's okay. We're going to get a really cool you know television show ben where Ray is going to have uh, the the reincarnated uh, Ben Solo baby. It's oh my just- god. It is just that, and it's already yeah. that the Ben Solo thing is just like, it's the, you're a fucking Christian, you live a shitty life, and then you pray at the on your deathbed, and then you get into heaven. That is Kylo Ren. Yeah, I'm awkwardly hot, so. You're right. That. Of course, Actually, we're there's, get a there's some arc. really, okay, there's some really yeah, good like, that philosophy is, that is of mind really here. Ap, yeah. I need yeah. to. He's every, I mean, he's every toxic white boyfriend trope. Like, that's. Yep. I'm awful until you know what? My, until my someone loves changed. me and loves heals uh, me. Hate that shit. My girlfriend changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> I blame yeah. Vegeta. Uh, I am so ready. Let's do this. Let's I'm do this shit. Or you mean you mean Vegeta? Vegeta. Vegeta. As, as Vegeta. we're going to talk about today. Vegeta, no. Vegeta. Oh, I also got the Awada book. Because everybody was talking nice. about it. And you want? Awada. $15. Hardcover book. Words of wisdom. I'll it's... take it. It's gonna be another 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 book I get, and it's like, oh wow, it's cool. I'm gonna put it on my bookshelf and then like not read it for like five years. Really? You're gonna bear trap me. <laughs> Where wow. Bear trap? She's playing DVD. No, she's she's playing uh, Madden. Uh, that, that's a signature um uh, Blitz <laughs> package <laughs> in in, in uh, Madden. It, first of all, it's not. You know I would know. You know I would know. <laughs> I'm Why so would bad you at this game. I, oh, Robert Beach, Robert Montalius Beach. What did I tell you? 
in our group chat last year. Hey, what colors are you guys wearing? What are we going to do? And you're just like, I, I, I don't know. I need you to uh, pick a color. At least pick a color. Yeah. Right, what's the colors? Is it like charcoal gray and burgundy? No, if no, you don't, I will wear the most Ohio State ass shit. I'm going to fucking wear a fucking burgundy pantsuit. I f- swear to fucking Christ. I'm in your wedding. You don't think I can't get a suit with Buckeyes on it? I can. Especially in Ohio. <laughs> Especially like, in Columbus. I, I, I probably could point you to like 10 places that, that probably have like Buckeyes full full suits. There's 10 different Walmarts that will have like full full suits, <laughs> full suit and tie combos, full pieces. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Um, is, is, do you send the link to, to Tony? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, right. I I I was just having computer issues. Like, are we, I literally are we going to be six computer. tall? Do I need to go? No, because no, no, be six tall. Out. There's no okay. I forgot. No, no you're good. Out. I skipped oh, no, out of I work. I changed my mind on hopping out because I miss hanging out with you guys. Oh, okay. So then, yes, we are going to be six tall. So it'll which be is six. Fine. But it's a light week, so yeah, that's it. All I did was be cyberpunk again with Johnny Silverhand. So. Like I said, I I was already that a ball. ending real weird. I was already a ball in, uh, anger. Like Tony Vesey like, hey, did you still want me on? It's like, no, I got a chance to vent about stuff. Like, all this sucks. It all sucks. It all sucks. And like, yes, finally, a, a modicum of fucking like actual progress happens. Uh, but it literally had to be the most open and shut case of murder. Anyone has ever seen, yep. and and that's the only way it got passed through. Doesn't isn't that you know, fucked months, up? Months of protests and all of that too, right? Yep. But hey, like Nancy Pelosi says, the sacrifice. Oh fuck that bitch! She <laughs> can <laughs> fucking die. She's a fucking corpse. She's a walking cadaver. She, she can president because yeah, it's the only thing that the that leftists and conservatives hate. Between like, that and then wow, the, the open, uh, the Los, yeah, the, I know you said it. You saw it from Twitter. Between that and the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, with their, I can, I can breathe. breathe. Oh, fuck you, that you was, asshole! That's, that's actually one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I look um, as someone who does comedy and tries to write comedy. Every day I get on the Twitter and I'm just like, everyone beat me. But yeah. why do why do I even try? Why do I try at all? <laughs> Because Ever. the real world makes such good comedy with it's, their I, own stupidity. It's great. I literally, I was watching, because I, I read the clip, and I was like, fucking Nancy Pelosi. Then I watched it, and it's the most Lucille Bluth-ass, like, <laughs> thank you. It, literally, thank you, uh, George Floyd, for 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 sacrificing yourself. Now that now we can really see justice because of your sacrifice. You, and I was like, you, you literal, <laughs> excuse me for saying this, cut. Because you are a cut. Like, it's one of my favorite words. <laughs> so she is just What, what, what I got from, uh, from, that, from, from that speech w- w- was, was that she, I, I, I get the sense that she was, 
she immediately regret what, what what she said, but she knew she had the power through it. And the hope is, is like, yeah, maybe this this can land, you know? I I, I don't know. Uh, I would have immediately stopped and be like, you know what? That's fucking stupid. You know what I just said? I'm dumb. I'm a dumb, dumb bitch. Like, it would have been easier for her. It wasn't improv, you know? Like, you can't just be like, oh, well, I thought of something dumb in the moment. Like, you. You would have been easier for her to, to do? Hey, I'm white. I should just not say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm white. I'm going to shut the fuck else. up now. How about that? God, I love it. Fucking amazing. Love it. What, 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 what like, what, what fr- fresh hour are we going to see some tweet out tomorrow? I mean, at least we're not in that weird purgatory where everyone's just waiting. Like, thank God they... I had, I had my, my work, you know, to actually focus on to keep away from that stuff. But it's like, man, there's like an hour where people are just like, I don't fucking know, man. Nobody knows. And we don't know, and that's the problem. He's special, we'll say. <laughs> I have a special dog, too. I understand. See, we went to a dog park earlier today, and he's mostly really cool. Like, really, ch- like playing with other dogs, sniffing butts, normal dog stuff. But yeah. a couple of dogs in particular just get way up in his face too fast. He he starts... He, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like, the way he would r- jump and writhe in the air... And kind of like squirm a little, like like he's. Oh yeah, no, I, I I've seen it. I know you you're know talking the about. visual I'm talking about. Yeah, though. like it's, and I'm just like, okay, gonna tug on the tug on the leash a little bit. Just all right. It's like they become <laughs> a fish for half a second. Like, it really is. Like, and you, like you see their eyes roll back in their fucking head. <laughs> I'm like, what instinct is coming over you? This wh- the second wh- eyelid what, what, what flips is, out. What is the what, what is the animal version of a uh, uh, go? Uh, God, no. <laughs> That's not where more, I wanted to take that. It's more violent. Yeah. <laughs> it's more is blo- it? he has like a bloodlust than it's like yeah. It's lust. like it's like they're mm. uh, I don't even I don't like to... this topic. Oh yeah. well good thing mm-hmm. we can switch ahead to yeah, the good thing we can recording. record a podcast. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think Tail's coming. I think he's he's, he's uh, if he wants to come, he'll fucking hop in and you know what? Yeah. I'll deal with it. So That's, I'm cool with that. Whatever. We got three. And then there were three. And then there were three. An underrated Genesis album. I don't think Is I've listened the sequel? to a single Genesis like song ever, to be honest. I only know... I, I know the two. I know... I've, look, and I've listened to Phil Collins by way of Tarzan, and that's kind of it. Duke is a the great Gen- um, album. Just to listen to front to back. But anyway, go, go on, Brendan. Mm-hmm. The only Genesis songs I know are Fly Me to the Moon and uh, oh, yeah, Cruel, Cruel Angel's Thesis. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm uh, so fucking proud of myself. I'm, more, I'm more, more a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about Genesis songs. You're going to fucking invite Brett else to this podcast. We'll tell us about Damn Genesis it. songs. <laughs> hey, uh, Genesis songs. Uh, there's some really good uh, Fantasy songs? Star 4 songs. There's some good Shining in the Darkness songs. Mm-hmm. Not Gen Wysis, excuse me. <laughs> God, they've tried to reboot Terminator like four times, haven't they? Or not reboot, but like do a weird iteration of two. They just tried to make a sequel to two like four times. To what? Terminator. Terminator. Oh, Terminator. All they do is try to make a sequel to Terminator 2 every time. I feel Wasn't like. there like another franchise that, that kept, kept trying to do that where it's like, okay, all these other sequel films don't matter and only this Halloween. one film matters. It's Halloween, most Hall- likely. That's right. Yep. They keep trying to Hall- do a sequel to the original Halloween because they, they had Halloween 2 and then H2O they, they and then Halloween, Halloween again. Two. Yeah. 
Like they're omitting H two O, they're omitting Resurrection. Well, that's a bad movie. So oh, but uh, yeah, it's weird. They were trying to reboot it, and then they had the Rob Zombie like remake, remake like yeah. remake yeah. one. And then I can't wait for Into the Michaelverse when they we finally get the Meeting of the Minds. That'd be great. <laughs> New line cinema, cinema verse where it's like, New hey, line you, you like Freddy vs. Jason? What about Freddy vs. Jason no, versus like, Michael Myers? But I say you can just play Dead by Daylight right now. It's on. It's usually eight dollars. <laughs> that game is actually that game is an interesting tale because uh, it, it really I think is continuing to grow and grow and grow. Like it really hasn't yeah. slowed down. Mm-hmm. That game is blown up. I think last year was a huge year for it. Sounds like. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I bought sense. it last year when it was like eight bucks. It's it's a fun game. It's a, it's a fun multiplayer game. Just like a chill Everyone vibe, like head, uh, so. hang out with friends kind of game. You know, yeah. like talk about your shitty yeah. day at work kind of thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's perfect. I do I do want to say this because I have Jose, my friend, my friend who I have not seen in a couple of months, and I mm-hmm. miss I miss I miss my friend, but I didn't also get to see him almost die. Yeah, because uh, he decided he decided to wrestle John Davis. I, I, I didn't decide to wrestle John Davis. It was chosen for me. Uh huh. It was I booked. Accepted the booking. Yes, it was abs- absolutely. Um, how, how how are you feeling? How's your chest feeling? I'm feeling good. Great. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling rested and recovered. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't been to to training all month because I have a hip injury that was not related to the match with John Davis. It uh, uh, was something else entirely. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I, I had that match and that was crazy. Um, I met John Davis like 10 years ago when mm-hmm. I started in wrestling. And, uh, back then I was like 130 pounds maybe. And then the first thing he asked me when I came in, uh, to the show that day was, Oh, Hey man, you're looking great, dude. How much you weigh now? Cause I'm, I'm circling around like 180 now. So yeah. like, yeah, it's been a solid like decade of like getting the shit kicked out of me. Um, but you know, uh, it's it's the uh, Johnny Knoxville survival muscles that I have. Uh, so like I could get put through tables, I could get slammed on ladders, I can get uh, have any move done to me by John Davis, and like right. I'm still kicking. You know, and we had a we had a great match. Uh, I can send you like the unedited footage, or I don't know if I already sent it to you. Uh, you haven't. I would love to see that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, it was such such a good time, and I got to like I hadn't wrestled for that promotion in like seven years, mm-hmm. and the last time I was there, I was in the morph suit. I was the I was doing the Verde game. Verde stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so. You know, it was something completely different than what I've done there before. And that audience didn't know who I was. Right. That audience didn't know, like, what my, you know, what my ability was. And right. usually what John Davis does is he goes in and he just kills the guy and then yeah. moves on with his life. Right? Yeah. Uh, and this time it was a really competitive back and forth match that I almost pulled out the victory several times and people were like on their feet like at the end of it giving you know me a, a like you know like he's walking away from the ring after he shook my hand like clapping and pointing at me and i do like a little bow at the end you know just because it was something that uh that took everyone by surprise uh, I'm, I'm i'm gonna put the the match footage in the chat right now okay this is the cool. unedited with no with no commentary um uh, 
just the just the ringside cam view uh, of the match. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's in there now. All right, that's that's fucking that's really cool, man. I'm so proud of you. Uh, I don't think I've got a chance to tell you this. I'm so proud of you because uh, one, you. you driving down to Orlando or Winter Park or whatever, doing the Devon thing, you know, every week. Um, and continuously growing, continuously doing your thing. Like it's so it's so affirming to see like my friend being able to do the thing that he loves. Like I we've had conversations about this, right? And like being able to see you do it and do it at a really good level. And I don't know, man, I'm just really proud of where you're going. And I'm proud of like I said, I'm proud of everything that Sonya does. Like every time I see you guys do things, I'm just like, hell yeah. Like these guys fucking rule. I'm really glad that they're they're doing their thing and they're out there making their <laughs> Their light shine. Yeah, thanks. I am looking forward to you fighting Sheamus. Uh, that is my goal. It's for, oh my it's for Jose to fight Sheamus. No, no, no. He if for... Sheamus is dressed like Rocksteady, I can't remember which one he played. Bebop or Rocksteady? But if Bebop. he's in the Rhino, that would be yeah, amazing. But, he, but he's in his like his weird, his weird like nineteen twenties gangster thing. But he's so like they're like who should who should Sheamus fight for the U.S. Championship? I know who. Shut up! I love the way he dresses when he dresses like a, yeah, no, like a no, peaky no. blinder or whatever it's, he dresses. No, like. it's no, I I want my friend Jose to be the United States champion of the world because I think he will do a great <laughs> job in representing it. Will he have to fight Sheamus? Yes. Uh, do I think he can fight Sheamus? Yes, I do. Having seen Sheamus in person, I absolutely think my friend could absolutely take on Sheamus. I can, I can, I can wrestle literally anybody. Exactly. Uh, However, I completely understand that one day my face may be on a tribute memorial shirt. Like, (laughs) well, if you fight Seamus, if I fight Seamus or anybody, you know, above the John Davis level, you know, John will work with me. It'll be like that Simpsons uh, T-shirt where uh, Homer fought Dredrick Train. Yes. Well, it's the separate. thing is, the thing I, I thought was funny is like Samoa Joe gets cut, and, and I see Jose does a thing and like, "Hey guys, maybe I don't want to fight Samoa Joe." <laughs> <laughs> like, fair? That's fair. Yeah, no. A, a lot of my wrestling buddies were like, "Yeah, put me versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, I want to wrestle Samoa Joe." And I'm like, "No, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's okay." But I feel like some of the bookers that know me after, especially after what happened with John Davis. We'll just book it as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then it comes and then it happens. And, and then, like, then I have to wrestle Samoa Joe for everyone's, you know, entertainment. Well, I mean, that's what happened with Daniel. Uh, when Brian Davidson, when he got fired originally, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, he fought, like, in very small indies. Because he could, because, like, that, that, that waiver went up where it's like, hey, you can't do a televised match. So Brian went to, like, I think it was up in, like, Duluth, Georgia. And was wrestling in Duluth, like yeah, in some, some like real small like mud show, real indies. small indies. Just because he was like, "Hey, I I can't wrestle, and this is what I love to do is wrestle." I'm not on TV, you know. Yeah, know I'm here. No and one I feel out like here has Twitter. I feel like Joe. <laughs> I feel like Joe. As soon as he's like healthy enough, I think like he's going to do that because like the only reason the only reason why he gets cut is because he didn't want to do the boot stuff anymore. He was like, yeah. "Hey." I want to wrestle and they're like it's it's the like this is the one where it's like it was just a benefit state for everybody to go like it's the macho man like hey you probably could wrestle but we don't want to risk it and like mm-hmm. especially like they just 
it took them forever to to give Brian the okay. It took them forever to give yeah. Edge the okay. Like so, like I understand. Like Joe is not a spring chicken anymore. However, yeah. Joe will still probably cave a lot of people's chest in, and it's going to be very snug when he does come back. So yeah, uh, the um the the same thing happened to uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. You know, yeah. Rodriguez. A lot of people don't know he wrestles. Um, he did a little bit of time in NXT as a locale. Right. Um, but. You know, like he he desperately wanted to wrestle, but they wanted to regulate him to a managerial role and then to Spanish commentary. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's just that just wasn't his thing. So he also basically took the deal to leave. Right. You know, so now he's in Egypt teaching people how to wrestle. Yeah, Uh, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's like that's the the great thing about like the thing about wrestling, like because the thing that like the thing that's frustrating to me. And like so, I know we did that episode uh, with uh, you know the Dead Ass team, and like and they're very big WWE people, and that you know understandable. And then like we have people here, and Jose, you know, and Jose, you know, people who work at AEW, right? Like there's people who are very AEW stands, and like to me, I've always looked at wrestling like ultimately it is a business. Like everybody's like, oh, well, this person screwed her. Like, well, yeah, it's like. Hey, welcome to capitalism. It's a fucking business. It is what it is. Like those cuts, like whenever the cuts happen, I'm like, man, this fucking sucks. But I also like it's weird to me when people are like, well, fuck you, Vince. I'm like, well, it's a show. Like eventually there are going to be people just because of like how the booking is. There's going to be people who are going to be like, well, what the fuck? Why am I not getting X, Y and Z? You can only book by so many people. It's, it's it's creative too. It's just like, well, we've got yeah. our use for for them. It's like, ah, uh, we we don't know what to do with them, so bye. Right. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, like, there's there's close to like 200, 300 people on WWE's like active wrestler payroll. Right. Basically, and like you can't. I, I understand you have to come up with like X amount of hours of television. Yeah. But the there's only so much you could do, right? Not everyone can come in and be the world champ and get, you know, booked to, to, you know, kill everybody. Like I'd love to see Nakamura, you know, just murder everybody left and right. Cause I know I can. Right. But that's, that's just not in the cards for, for what's happening, you know? And that's mm-hmm. like, it, it's just people want to armchair book any amount of wrestling shows without understanding that the amount of like, massive effort it takes to put one of these shows together right you know, much yeah. less try and put out 10 hours of tv programming a week with, when you <laughs> nine have to of deal it not with, very good yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. when you have to deal with all these different egos and all these different hurt feelings when it's like well i only had a three minute match this week you know like who gives a shit you're on television period yeah. right compared to like everybody else is so we're sitting by catering just waiting for their spot you know, right. like that. Like I understand that if I were to be in said position, that like those three minutes, I'm going to make count. You know, right? And I'm, if I'm going to get killed for those three minutes, I'm going to make sure I get paid after for right. sure. <laughs> right. And well, that's I'm something make, that I hate. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So, and I'm just going to make those three minutes. You know, the best three minutes I can possibly do. Mm. Well, and there's like people who can overcome like the idea they can overcome the politics and all that. Like I think Eddie Guerrero was one of them who was like and Jericho and everybody else who were like, you are going to see me for what I can do, even if I have to like 
suffer all this just to get to the point where you can because like that's why it was so sad when Guerrero died because he was at the top of his game he had finally made it and he had messed up like well not messed up like his past messed him up yeah it's I'm sorry go ahead Oh, no, it was just really sad because it's like he finally made it to where he wanted to be. And he had overcome all these obstacles that are in the way of of being a champion when you're smaller, when you're not white, when you're uh, trained in a non-WWE type way. And it was all ruined because of drugs and like the aftermath of math of it and it was so sad to me because i'm like he was at the top of this game damn it like he should have been the he should have been bigger than anything it's one of the things and i don't know i, I we might have to start recording because i do want to talk about this on i think i should talk about this on but it's like one of the things that i reject is like there's always the talk of wwe being the land of the giants and that's like true in the 1980s but it's not an accurate thing of the 90s like WWE in the 90s were more progressive in giving people who were smaller guys a shot when WCW was the land of the Giants. WCW literally mm. brought in Paul White. Yeah. yeah, he literally brought well, he, he literally brought in Paul White who had never wrestled before in his life because he looked like Andre the Giant, right? Like obviously the big show now Ooh, becomes like okay. he becomes like this big thing, but like that's what it was. And then you have like you said, you you have this talent exchange and there's like so many great documentaries, but like they raided the ECW and got all their, they basically got all their new Japan talent, right? Like the, the backbone, Paul Heyman calls it like, these are the, be the guys who would have made ROH like two or three years ago. It was like Gabe Sapolsky's like fucking wet dream were these guys, right? Which yeah. like are Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, you know, Benoit, Jericho, like these, these smaller, these smaller lightweights who could go in the ring. But what people, when people say like WWE's land of the giants, He'll fail to realize that Visit Man was building one of those lightweights. He just happened to get him before he was a lightweight in Japan. That's Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is literally the prototype, like Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, like all these like lightweights now. Adam obviously, Cole is Adam Shawn Cole, Michaels Jr. Yeah, like all <laughs> these lightweights now, like they all, you know, oh, I love Jericho. And like, they, they love Jericho and stuff, but you can watch their match like. The Young Bucks are obviously influenced by Shawn Michaels. It, most of your Will Ospreay is more of a Shawn Michaels than any other light heavyweight that's like previously before that. And that's one of the things like I do think why Jericho goes to WWF, why Eddie and the Radicals go to WWF, because like they saw that Shawn Michaels was able to be the guy. They saw that Stone Cold Steve Austin, who is six foot, like who's not a huge dude or six two, I'm sorry, you know, could be the guy. Like and WCW, it wasn't that. It was roided, jacked, tall dudes who were the like the actual guys there. Well, to interrupt, we gotta like we gotta bleep out that mention of Benoit. Oh, we got to yeah. again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're losing as a historical. We're using it as historical. We're using it as historical text. That's how I always look yeah. at it. We can, you can look at Benoit and discuss him as mm-hmm. historical text yeah. and not worry about. Are we glorifying Chris Benoit? Because I'll tell you this. I've never watched a Chris Benoit match since all that shit happened to literally enjoy it. I've watched it to to study, to look, but I, I have not enjoyed a Chris mm-hmm. Benoit match in over 10 years. And it sucks. Man, I quit saying his name, though. It's like Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying it. 
It's a, it, it, is it like a wrestling slur or, or, or like a boogeyman I, word? It might as well, well be. I, I'm just making fun of it because like every time they um every time it's mentioned on the, like the Reddit communities, people spell it either uh, backwards or say redacted <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> so I, it's a I running re- joke. He's fucking Voldemort. If, okay, cool. I remember when it first kind happened. Of, yeah. Um, if if you guys remember the <clears throat> excuse me the video game. Uh, uh wwf no mercy um Mm -hmm. it was like one of the first games that had um that had storylines and it had like it had branching storylines and one of the storylines in the wrestlemania mode was the wrestlemania 2000 storyline which there were four 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 champions each backed by different mcmahon mc uh mc foley linda um triple h stephanie uh the big show Shane. Um, Shane and then The Rock uh, Vince McMahon. At the time, uh, Mick Foley, not Mick Foley, sorry, at the time, Big Show had gone back to WCW. So he wasn't technically in the game. So what they did was instead of having the Big Show there, they just had Steven Richards. So it made no sense. Like <laughs> you'd have name. The Rock. <laughs> yeah, you'd have The, the Rock. Man no, no, no. Con. It was a completely different wrestler. It was a completely different wrestler. <laughs> Low yeah. level, completely different wrestler. Here's 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 what you need to know about Stephen Richards, uh, Robert. When I went to my first patch, Stephen Richards was there, covering it as game as a game journalist. <laughs> this guy who wrestled in WWF with, in in ECW covered. Hold on, here. I, I'm, game I'm getting my wire, wires crossed here. So, so Stephen Richards. Is that the real name or like one of the real names of the of the Big Show? Or no, his no. name is like Paul no, Wright. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a different guy. It's, it is literally Steve Richards is literally the opposite of Paul White. Like Paul White's a seven three, like five hundred pound, like legitimate giant. Steve Richards is like my height, and like like a smaller build than Jose. Like Steve he's, Richards, he's, he's the guy that gets beat up by everybody and yes. always has like the lowest rating in the games. Glass right. Joe, yeah. and they yeah. put him as the main event. So yeah. it was always hilarious to me. All right, let's get this. Should we record? Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's get this I thing wanna, started. I don't want to keep all my jokes. Uh, I don't look. Mic. I don't want. I don't want Stephen Richards coming to me across the street. Big Stevie, up. Big Stevie's uh, gonna get you after that. Big Stevie. All right. All right. Just remember, well, what's I will walk Sarah down the aisle if she needs yeah, me what, to. Yeah. Yeah, I we'll walk Sarah you. down the aisle. If I already told you, Robert. If you need, if you need and dad, it's gonna be fine. It's, I was say, if you need a family. replacement for your, yeah, if you need a replacement for your dad, Robert, I've already told you. Uh, fuck him. I will take. I will take over. <laughs> I will be the patriarch beach. They'll be like, "Who are you? My name is T.L. Beach, and I would like you to do not talk <laughs> to me ever again." Would you like to see my sister Kayla Beach? It's like that is my son. It's like my son he's only again. like five years younger than you. I understand that. I was a very busy child. <laughs> Listen, um, the water, the water, first grade, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Let's get going, shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do this podcast. Sure, Make me down low, although you know. The room to go to heavy slow. What what oh baby? And yes, I must react to claims of those yeah. who say that you were not all that. <laughs> free pub, free pub, you're my free pub. 
You can give it to me when I need to publish law. Free pod, free pod, you're my free pod. <laughs> Baby, you can listen on. Give me something. Free pod, free pod, you're my free pod. You can give it to me when I need to publish law. Free pod, free pod, you're the free pod. And maybe you can listen on. <laughs> give me some. Yeah. And baby, you can turn me on. <laughs> <laughs>